2: Tom Bernard,
0: show with Lane Christensen, Rob Olson, Chris Lopez,
1: Catherine Brandt,
2: Andy Brandt-Bernard,
1: Cassie Schrader.
3: Excellent. We'll be right back. Rob Olson's here. Chris Lopez here. Lane Christensen's here. We'll talk a lot about Boat for a Cure. Um, did you we'll, say Boat? You boat, did,
4: did
2: boat. say Boat.
3: Time. Bo- float, freak, boat for a Cure. Put it together. Say, but, <laughs> That's all right. See, Hello. I'm telling you why I'm distracted and I'm not happy with Fitbit.
5: Oh.
0: I
3: just went and did my 250 steps step. and I actually went 275 steps. It counted 249 of them. <laughs> so I'm one short of having every hour aced. I hate you sometimes, Fitbit. that Step that doesn't count, so. so it's float for a cure. Yeah, I've known yeah. that now for only what four years, five years. Yeah, you know, I'm that. don't oh, give you that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll be right back. Tom Bernard Jones. Walser Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walser way. Up front, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, The Twins, Wolves, and Vikings, in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy Singh.
2: Taking care of it. I assume this is Rich Delaney.
3: This is Rich. All right. It's a wonderful thing. Uh,
2: we're gonna play some intro music and then we'll be back. Yeah, yes, we'll we'll wait be. till Rob oh, gets back. We'll be no? right back right after this
3: with you, Rich, okay? Sounds wonderful, thank you. We'll be right back. Walls or Automotive Group started in Minnesota over sixty years ago. Most people know something about the Walls or Way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, The Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So, if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out Walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, Tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster.
6: Uh, One of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap.
3: Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now. their rights are and your record's terrific as well we should point out
6: well it works it's been good
3: (laughs) it's been good ladies and gentlemen good and how do they contact you
6: at either through our website which is minnesota personal Personal injury.com or at 800-770-7008 michael
3: bryant bradshaw and bryant You're going so sew it your hips, baby.
0: Well, yes, I
3: did hit the post. Thank you very much. Me.
0: I like after
2: like all these tree. years, you still have to point to that say
3: out. i <laughs> <amazing. Why is laughs> a bug. I'm in love. Ooh. I'm all I'm all sugar. Sugar. Uh. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's actually very high for me to sing. I can't, it's hard for me to get. I try to sing along with Aretha Franklin, forget it. Yeah. I can't get anywhere near that high. And I have nowhere near that amount of talent either, and they point that out. Um, We're having a wonderful day. Rich Delaney now joins us. Uh, Rob Olson will be right back. Of course, Chris Lopez is here. Lane Christensen is here talking about uh, Float for a Cure. Rich Delaney's with us about the Miracle League. I love these days, Rich. I really do. That when I actually serve a purpose that makes me feel good rather than just being some dumbass disc jockey. <laughs> yeah, well,
7: I can't compete with any of these latest uh, guests here, but uh, I'll give oh, it a yes try. Oh, yes, you
3: can. Well, oh, you mean, you're not you're not uh, <laughs> the grandson of a prince. I'm not the prince. A, <laughs> uh, my grandpa's the my grandpa's the prince of Black Duck Minnesota, let's put it that way. Well, like. see, that's <laughs> good. about
7: <the> funky bar? <laughs> Where no you said Black Duck Minnesota? Well, that's where my grandpa lives. Yeah, that, he's the Prince of Black Duck by the Fungly Bar. But anyway, <laughs> where is <Black laughs> I'm talking at? about the Miracle League of Blaine. It's wonderful. Rob just got back.
3: Rob is the head of uh, Float for a Cure. Rich Delaney's with us, Rob. He's talking about the Miracle League. The Miracle League of Blaine, Minnesota Her provides ch- every child an opportunity to hit the ball and score, run the mission of uh, Miracle League of Blaine, provide opportunities for children between the ages of 3 and 21 with disabilities. I have a bunch. I'm surrounded by wonderful people. Today. It's fantastic.
4: Well, thank you, Tom.
3: Um, you know, it's Lane Christensen didn't say defense. <laughs> 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 I thought
4: I better just be quiet there. Yeah, me too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you don't stack up to you guys in any way, shape, or form. How'd this
7: all start, Rich? Um, well, it started with, the one in Blaine is the original one in the state of Minnesota. Okay. Um, I think it started about 12 years ago. Um, they put the field up there um, off of Highway 65 at the Blaine Baseball Complex uh, by the, behind the old Blaine Brook. Um, and it was a beautiful poured field. Back then it was uh, named after Harmon Killebrew, um, and, and that was 12 years ago. Since then there's been several more um, around the state of Minnesota. Um, we are the original and, uh, a few years ago, um, a couple of mothers, uh, came in and, um, took over the league. And, and now they've, uh, I heard, I caught wind of it, that things were moving in a great direction. And, um, uh, the end of last year, I jumped on as the league director. But um, it is a uh, wonderful organization. This this year, we had 120 plus kids play baseball out there
5: this nice. summer. Uh,
7: isn't that just fantastic? How
3: do they reach out to you to get involved? As a matter of fact, if you're a child or a person between three and 21 years old with a disability, how, how would they reach out to you?
7: We have a Facebook page, um, Miracle League of Blaine. Um, we also have a website, MiracleLeagueOfBlaine.org. So um, we are looking for for more players. We're we're just finished or just starting our second session, uh, but we'll have so this that'll take care of this year. Early next winter, as we'll have sign up for the spring. Um, our big goal right now is we're trying to raise funds and find you know corporate sponsors and whatnot to replace our field because. Um, 12 Minnesota winters um, has oh, yeah. wreaked havoc on our field. And, you know, it's a poor and It's a beautiful field. Um, but some of the seams are just connecting. And when it starts to sprinkle whatsoever, I have to tell my players to not run. And it's really hard to play a baseball game when you can't run. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, that so we're,
7: hard to track down <laughs> we're working a fly really ball.
3: really hard. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say it's hard to track down a fly ball when you can't
7: run to it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we are we're working. That's uh, why I asked to speak today. Is um, we're we're looking for um, groups to come in and and buddy with us. And a buddy is um, we take um, mo- most of the time. It's a it's a um, a youth team, teenagers um, baseball team. They come in and they buddy with our players. Um, they'll have a uh, one of our players will be buddied up with a, a player from another group and they'll come in and um, you know hang out and um, just, just help them play the game and it's a real rewarding experience for both our teams as well as the teams that come in and, and buddy with us so we're always looking for more buddies so any youth baseball we've had college basketball teams we've had any, any group that's interested that was scout groups uh, to come in and buddy with us that is a really great help um and it's a very rewarding experience.
3: Yeah, it is terrific. You know, Rob Olson with us today is talking about uh, the uh, the float for a cure and the fact that uh, you're within what do you say fifty tickets of being sold out.
4: We've sold fifteen while we were sitting here, so.
3: Well, that's not all. <laughs> I've served a purpose today. That's good media. Or was it just a coincidence? <laughs> no, I bought them for friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, Thank you. If right. I ever told you I hate Rob Olson, and I ever told you that. but I, I I just love this whole idea. One one thing I would warn the kids with disabilities, I pitched one league baseball game in my life one time I pitched and a guy hit a line shot right back up the middle and it hit me in the left hip, like on the front of my left hip. If it had been three to four inches to the to my right, I'd be talking like this, yeah. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> you probably could have stayed <laughs> that had old a great song time
7: that day. It was unbelievable.
3: Yeah. So, I, Rich, I'm I'm hoping that baseball uh, will someday again be as popular as it was. It's no longer America's game now. Of course, the NFL is all important, but playing baseball with a bunch of kids your own age is one of the great delights of being a kid. Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. And
7: everybody deserves. Everybody deserves a, a chance to play.
3: Uh, Rich, I just I want to introduce you to a guy I absolutely hate named Rob Olson. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,
4: so how does one qualify to be a player? What are the... we? Well, we, we have an
7: age range. Um it's from three to twenty one so it's a huge range we we'll ha- We have uh some pretty good sized uh, players that consistently hit the ball out of the park, as well as uh my daughter Olivia, who is who's four, but she's very tiny, so we have a large range really it's open to any any person that is not able to play in a traditional league mm, really? uh, whether it be you know. Whether it be you know a cognitive issue or a, a physical disability, uh, our our field is specially made uh, for any sort of assistive device, um, as far as you know walkers, wheelchairs, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, it's we we just want to give everybody a chance to play baseball.
3: Rich, do you do you operate uh, with a beeper ball sometimes for kids w-
7: without sight? We. We do we have the ball Wonder. in the box. Um, I think Wonder. we had one player this year that used it. Yep. I, I see this is we, what we're we, all about. Fantastic. Yeah, we use, any, we, we use any means necessary to adapt to um, each player's scenario and uh, it's a very rewarding experience for everyone involved so miracle league
3: of Blaine org is how people how, how buddies would reach out to you and get involved because this audience our audience is a very special uh, bunch of people they love to support great causes like uh, you know float for a cure like miracle League of Blaine uh, I hope I hope you get a great response because again for me looking back in North Minneapolis right on Theater Worth Parkway there was a ballpark, it's up by oh god, probably 29th Avenue North, it was called Sunset Park, and I cannot tell you how many summer days I spent at Sunset Park playing baseball with my friends, it was just I will never ever forget those days, how much fun that was and I also will not forget that I was the worst player on either team, but other than that, (laughs) it's just the way life goes So they can just reach out to you at Miracle League of Blaine. They can get involved. Would you uh, call us back and let us know how things are going, and and we'd love to have you on again. If you haven't reached your goal, we'd love to talk to you about it again. That would be fantastic. I absolutely will. Thank you so much for your time today. Uh, and, Rich, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, line you up with the KQ Morning Show as well. We need to take care of these kids. That, that's the number one thing. Taking care of the kids is fantastic. So I want to book you on the KQ. Do you get up before 10 o'clock in the morning? Uh, I think I can manage. it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get it taken care of, Rich. Thanks for your time today, sir. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Our Have a great, great day, guys. pleasure. MiracleLeagueOfBlaine dot Reach out. You can partner up with them. You can be a buddy. Uh, see, I love that when all things start. and by coincidence, I'm, you know, life just works out sometimes this way. Because I didn't know that you and Rich were booked. I mean, see, I don't do any show prep. Yeah. I just don't. Really. I didn't know that you and Rich would be would be uh, on at the same time. Which is, I just love the fact that beeper ball came. Most people don't even know that beeper ball
4: exists. Yeah, we know it very well.
3: Isn't it wonderful?
4: There's a really cool sport for the blind too called um all right, drawing a blank. Um teasing their parents. Is that the sport? No. Uh I'll <laughs> though, I'll here. think of it in a second, but essentially what they do is they line up on two sides, kind of like a hockey, uh, but they have this big ball. It's like a medicine ball, it's very heavy, and uh they throw it to the other side and they have any if they get the ball past the line they uh, they score so there are three players on each side and they can hear the ball coming so then they lay down in front of it to block the ball and i'm i don't know why i'm drawing a blank but it was
3: well i'll read this and you'll probably remember all right again by coincidence this came in the mail today Dear Tom and crew, I would like to extend to you my deepest thanks for uh, inviting me to your show with an audience as widespread and uh, varied as yours. It meant a great deal to me to be able to share our foundation's mission uh, with you and them. I would uh, be eager to accept your kind invitation to come back. Absolutely, Stephen. No question about it. The KQ Morning Show, too. Rob was just on the KQ Morning Show a couple of days ago and that was a, it was a, a ball talking to you. Uh, to talk on uh, our programs, talk about about our programs and how we can responsibly support people with disabilities to empower them to ultimately support themselves. No boo-hoos for this blind guy. <laughs> Stephen Lettness <laughs> is blind. Mm. What I mean, is all just that's kind great. of stacked up. Isn't this amazing? Yeah, I love that's great. that.
2: Goalball. Goalball. So yeah. We all were looking it
3: up. all looked it up. <laughs> I love Stephen yeah. Lettness cool. too because his last name is spelled L-E-T-N-E-S. He goes, Letness. you can't forget it because it's just basically Nestle all scrambled up <laughs> yeah Nestle us, you know whatever it is but yeah I mean by coincidence this showed up today by coincidence huh. you and Rich around the same time but that's what this to me is all about you know helping out children I love it I still treat my 31-year-old son and 29-year-old daughter as children. So, you yeah, know.
5: and they love it. They <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. And we appreciate it, yeah. Tom.
4: We really do. It's...
1: Yeah, Steve, Stephen Letness his, his uh, organization, the... Uh, Get people who want to express themselves through music that have disabilities Mm. And so he has like a music program and he has a studio for them to record their music and all that stuff So yeah, it's a good cause for that
3: too. Uh, Let me mention this by the way stream his magic
1: trick when he does it
5: Oh, sure. Good, because well, we're going to do, that, do in the ne- that in the next
3: thing? segment because I want to give him all the time. I want to talk specifically about float for a cure and magic for Mr. Lopez. <laughs> I want to do that, but I, I just, uh, I'd like to mention one more thing about Stephen Lettness Even though he's blind, I don't know that I'd want to fight him. <laughs> he's a weightlifter. He that kid's put together, man. <laughs> I'll tell ya. I don't know. I'd be real quiet if I had to fight him. I'll tell you that. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> just don't make any noise at all. But now, see, this, it makes for a great Thursday. Not that, that we're doing anything, but just giving you guys a voice is what it's all about, whether it's you or Rich Delaney or Stephen Lettness. I, I love that part of this job. And this job's not working. It's not a job. Everybody goes, you work hard. I i do work a lot of hours, but I don't work hard because this is not a job. Sitting here schmoozing yeah. and making fun of Lane, I mean, it's nothing better. <laughs> no, no, no. Rob's really good at that, too. Yeah, yeah I've noticed. Yeah, the he, Morning Show. He set it up
4: the other day. <laughs> and I knocked her down. Thank you. It was a fastball <laughs> right down Broadway. It
3: all worked out in the end. But yeah, it, it does make me very, very happy to do that kind of thing. And I don't know. Do you think it's, Catherine, do you think it's because Toots worked so hard to raise seven kids by herself that I love getting involved in these things?
8: Absolutely. Probably. And just, you know... You like kids, and you're just you're just a generous guy. Even
3: oh you God! Like to, now she's like, what do you want? Like pretend, she wants something. Even you, you like want? to pretend that you're mean. <laughs> oh, I didn't pretend that I'm mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are some people that hate my guts. It's amazing. So you remember Tom, when you said, uh, if I like you, I'm gonna tease you. I'm gonna make fun of you. If I don't oh, yeah. say anything, that uh-huh. means I don't like you. Oh, it's true. So Laura's son Ben, you know, I I tease him like all the time. And, and I go, Ben. If I didn't like you, I wouldn't tease you. He's like, Yeah, could you do it a little less? How <laughs> <laughs> about liking me a little less? But, but, that's how I grew up. If somebody liked you, they just tease the hell out of yeah. you. They just would. Yeah. So I, that's how I learned how to do it. If, if, if I every time I see you, I go, How are you, sir? How's everything going? That's good. It means I don't like you. Because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not making any connection whatsoever. Keep but it on the surface. It's rare that that happens. I mean, it's very, very rare that I mean somebody I don't like. It's only happened a few times in the 33 years of the KQ Morning Show and the 6 years of this show. So, it all works out. We have a segment coming up right after this. We're going to talk a lot about Float for a Cure. We're going to see some magic, which if you if you probably switch with Lane, you could do it all. In, if you don't mind doing no, it on camera, right. that'd yeah, be great. That's right. That'd be great if you could do it on on, on camera. So, we'll yeah. take a break here. Be right back. Talk a lot more with Rob Olson. See Chris Lopez performing magic. And we'll wake Lane up. Okay. <laughs> (laughs) What?
0: What's going on?
3: We'll be right back. Tom Bernard show. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been to lose weight at Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth with their weight loss plan. I'm down over 77 pounds and have one more round to go to shed the rest of my unwanted pounds. Find out how to have success losing weight like I did by attending the Nutrimost Twin Cities in Plymouth free informational dinner. It is on Monday, August 20th, 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. That extra baggage melts away really fast, and one of the best parts is, it's just so easy. I am never, ever hungry. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has educated me on clean eating, and I now know the foods that work for me and the weight gain trigger foods. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth will guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life, and they can help you, too. Register for the Nutrimost Twin Cities and Plymouth Dinner on August 20th. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337
6: the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period.
3: Oh, well, now she's going with the king for this hour because the king of rock and roll and the queen of soul died on the same day, 41 years apart, August 16th. And I brought up today, I was sitting with my mother, Toots, on the couch, 26th Avenue North in Minneapolis. When it came on television, that Elvis had died and my mother started crying. I will never forget that. Yeah. She loved Elvis because he was a very poor kid who was made it Was he Catholic? It no, he was not Catholic. He, he was Baptist. Baptist, Baptist, Baptist. yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was Baptist. There are not a lot of Catholics down in Tupelo, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
5: will tell you that. thought maybe that's not why she lot. was attached. I didn't know. You
3: guys remember where you were? Everybody, that little signature moment where yeah, that's Elvis. Absolutely. No, I do. Absolutely. I don't remember.
4: You remember where they were? Uh, I do. You, I didn't we know them then. Were born yet? No.
0: What? When Elvis when died? When Elvis
4: died? No. no. I was not think
0: so. Okay, so I knew where I was where I was. So you <laughs> okay, so knew where you were. You were a thought. I was a
3: thought we used to be on like Saturday afternoon all the time on Channel 9 it would be like the Saturday afternoon matinee and they'd bring out all the cheesy Elvis movies oh yeah I remember at 10 years old at the Broadway theater on West Broadway in North Minneapolis I went to see Girls 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 an nah. Elvis movie and I remember at 10 years old I was watching a movie and I thought to myself I ain't ever going to be that good looking <laughs> oh, man, that guy's a handsome and you double. were right and I was right <laughs> see I hate Rob I told you I, 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 see, it appears he <laughs> likes you a lot as well. Yeah. <laughs> he loves you. That's true. Yeah, okay. apparently he loves me, it's ripping on me. I, no, but seriously, that's kind of weird for a 10-year-old tenu- because, you know, and I'm not being a smartass here, but I'm heterosexual. For, for a 10-year-old kid to go, good God, that guy's <laughs>
5: handsome. <laughs> you got to be pretty impressed with it He
3: was a handsome devil, yeah. no doubt about it. All right, Chris. Ah, uh, is the it magic already. time? See
1: if I can do this oh, live thing. Here comes thing. I'm going to try oh, to do the, the right. live so thing. So so
4: which be careful. way am I
0: doing this? Which? Sorry, uh, sorry, The camera's right there. camera's over so there, so am I going? Okay. Yeah. So am I well, doing it for you or to... If I it with, let's do it to you. Okay. That you're, you're Cassie, in the Cassie, Cassie gets right. The, she's right in the middle. Yeah. Cassie gets the whole deal. Yeah, so okay. So right. I don't know exactly how this is gonna work, but you know. Wait a minute. Let me put my screen down. Okay. So yeah. So tune yeah. in and watch because it's visual. <laughs> um,
5: <laughs> you don't have any audio. only that magic tricks. I do
0: have audio, <laughs> audio <laughs> magic. Audio. <Gone. laughs> there he go.
3: I know you can't see it, but it's it it disappeared. Like there, <laughs> there you go.
5: go.
3: Oh, yeah. That could be. You know, she could do that for our granddaughter, she's <laughs> two, she would love that. She would love that bit. Yeah, right
0: there. All, right. all right, uh we'll do this. Um so pack of playing cards right here. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, uh just say stop whenever you want. Stop. Right there. Okay, look at it, memorize it. Okay, I'm not gonna look everybody got it? Okay. Camera and everything. Yep, everybody got it? it? Okay. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to take the nine of hearts, and we're just going to go ahead and mix it up just like this. And I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I know. there's no reaction. Never an erection, that one. Uh That's the four of hearts, right? So it's not on top, okay? The card's not on okay. top. It's not on bottom. That's the ace of spades. But here's the thing. If you do a little wave and a little shake, that's all it takes, and your card should jump to the top. What? Hey. Uh, what? Uh,
3: I don't want to
0: know how you did that. I love that, <laughs> but I don't ever want to know how you do that. Well, I can't tell you. Good. Because oh, I don't yeah. wanna know. I love that. It would be magic. I always yeah. have. So okay, so people think well you have more than one nine of hearts, that's what they think and everything. So I'll tell you what, Cassie take this pen and write your name on it. Okay. You're married, right? Yes. Okay, so don't write your number.
5: <laughs> yeah, don't do
0: that. But I'm Her Just husband's around humor. the big guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, always, it's always like that. Little girl and the big guy Oh, yeah. It's always that. Like... <laughs> oh, no,
3: it's very true.
0: Okay. okay there really there right go. there. So Cassie's, Cassie's name. You can see Cassie's name yep. right there. Okay, so Cassie, we're going to do it like this. Um, we have Cassie's name right there. We're gonna try this one more time. You can see, just like this. It goes there. It goes in the center. Yes, Cassie? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're watching. Little wave, little shake. That's all it takes, and your card should trip to the What
5: top. the heck? <laughs> okay. It's what the
0: <laughs> I know, it's crazy. We'll try this. Okay, we'll try this. We'll try this. Um, you could do it too, okay? So we'll take your card, we'll push it, and I'm gonna push it forward so you can see everything that's going on. You can see your signature. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody can see that, okay? Signature. It's gonna go in the center, of the center of the deck. It's in the middle of the middle, right? Now mm-hmm. here's the thing. It's not on top. No. Okay, it's not on top because we haven't done the wave and the shake. When you do the wave and the shake, that's when it comes to the oh top. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs>
5: Fantastic.
0: Are you getting I don't this? Get, I got it. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Are you getting
0: this, Catherine? <laughs> All right. Okay, so now it's your turn. Okay, okay so it's your turn. We're gonna make you magical. All right. We're <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get to wave. You, you get to do everything. Okay, so it's not on top, it's not on bottom. Okay, you get to do everything. So take the deck, there okay. you go, and wave your hand over. Give it a little shake. Oh, she's oh, doing the, I'm the doing fingers, the fingers, too. jazz hands, jazz fingers. That's good. That's good. Give it a little shake. Okay. Good. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Drop the deck. There you go. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't do anything did weird.
0: In. And uh, take the top. Let's see what it worked. And oh my
1: God. And it worked. It worked. <laughs> That's amazing. Did
0: it That's amazing.
1: I'm magic.
0: You're magical. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now, if I can get you to do that with my laundry, that would be fantastic. Just have it all just be done. Right, but see, I knew you
0: you were gonna pick that card. Why? Huh? How did I know? Because all you have to do is reach in a pocket just like that, and you still pull.
1: What? Oh, I stopped. Darn, too so. early. He had my card yeah. with my name well, on
3: it in, in his pocket. pocket. In the pocket. <laughs> a lot more, honey.
0: Yeah. Oh, you want to see more? more? You want to see more? <laughs> okay. I love magic. Let me try it. Do... And we that can wrap turn.
3: it up talking about the wonderful children of Robles. Yeah.
0: No. No, come on out. It's going to be fun. I'm going to do strolling magic and everything. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we'll walk around. Um, see the magic right there in front of you, in front of your face, just like I Cassie's it. seeing it. Yep. Um, Cassie, I'd say we'll take out... Uh, we'll take out these four cards right there. Okay. okay? And we're going to take your card. Okay. All right. And what we're going to do is we're going to put it into the deck just like this. It goes okay. into the deck. Okay. Now, Cassie, here's the thing. Your choice. Do you want to pick these two or these two or what do you want? you want the king and four, king and two? Oh, uh, king choice. and four. King and four, king and four, okay. So we'll do the king and the four, just like this. Okay, king and four. Uh, we can see, uh, we'll take, she has the king and the four, just like this, here's the thing. Keep one eye here, keep one eye here, keep one eye here. Okay, here we go. <laughs> That's how it works, okay? Because when you flip it like that, you can see one card comes between, uh, just no. like that. And let's see if we hold it out like this, I'll pull it. Ah. Pull it, pull it. Oh, it worked. Oh, my okay. God. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It worked. That was close. Okay, I'll tell you what. We'll try it again, even though you didn't ask. We'll try it one more time. Okay, just like this. I'll tell you what. Uh, we'll take the cards. Which ones do you want this time? Which Which cards do you want?
1: Uh, Both kings.
0: Both kings. Oh, double kings. All right. Double, double kings. kings. Double kings. Oh, to uh, Elvis. Oh, to Elvis. Exactly. Thank you very much. Elvis. King. Oh, I should have put a queen in there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. Okay. Moment of silence. That's enough. All right, so uh, what we'll do is... We'll, <laughs> two, two what? Nice. Is it too soon? I'm sorry. Uh, no, two no, two no. It's no, cheesy. Too soon? Too soon?
5: The day of is too soon. It's
3: been four hours
0: now, so I mean, what's
5: the
3: problem? Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: exactly. Okay, we'll put it in just like this. Okay, you saw everything. Here we go. Yeah, hopefully it worked. Let me, Let me see. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I think it worked. Let me see. Let me grab it. Yes, it worked.
1: Yay. Oh my god, there's my the card again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like the only one impressed now. Okay. So no, I'm very impressed. I we'll love magic. This. Cassie, put your hand up. Okay. Okay? Put your other hand on top. Yeah. Sandwich it just like that. Excellent, good. Okay, we're gonna take your card, okay? We'll put it right here in the middle. Okay, everything okay. is in the middle. Here we go. Check this out. Did you feel that?
1: Uh no.
0: Oh, sorry. Uh go ahead. Let's see. Oh it. my god. <laughs> How is this it happening? You have one card in your hand. <laughs> you there's cards oh, no. in your hand. There's two. Cards are in your hand. You had one Just card in your hand.
1: I had two. But two now cards. I oh, have three.
0: Two cards. And now she has. Now she's she between card. two kings. Oh, that's right. Yes. Two kings. That's right.
1: So yeah. magical. Yeah. Tom that's can't even belong, keep up. No, no,
3: no. But I was looking exactly. at her hand the whole time. See, I thought. If I looked at her hand the whole time that he couldn't do anything.
5: Oh. Right. But it,
3: so I was looking at it and it was a you know paper thing. I could see the top king. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see anything. I good. That's cool.
0: Uh,
1: Way cool.
0: Yeah, so I'm doing stuff like that, so come on out. Did you buy a ticket yet?
1: No, I won't be able to make it tomorrow.
0: I didn't ask if you're going, I said buy a ticket.
5: No, I can buy a ticket and give it away.
0: That was good. I like that. I like this
1: guy. I'll buy a ticket. There we go. See? <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> I won't be there, but I'll buy yeah, one.
4: No, come on out. It's going to be fun. Um, there yeah, is a way, to, yeah. by the way, to uh, make a donation on the website. I'll do that. So. There you I'll, go. There I'll go. Go. you go. Make a
6: donation.
5: We'll
4: all we do that, actually. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate that.
0: that. That's be great. It's uh, Org. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> send it right there. Make the check out the cash.
3: Hoodlum Supreme is his nickname. When did you start doing magic? I started when I was seven. 7 and why my dad showed me a trick did you dad yeah. was he a magician no, or he just he, knew one no trick. my
0: parents went to vegas one time and um came back with a bag of tricks and really? he just showed me a trick where he made a dime disappear from my hand and reappear in this little box that he had in his pocket and i thought it was the coolest thing ever when you I was your age when I
3: was seven years old. Somebody really pissed me off because they did the Chinese finger trap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm seven, so I got no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. all you got to do is, like, what, twist your fingers? Yeah, just bring them close together. Bring them- yeah.
1: yeah, I gave one of those Chinese finger traps to my son, you know, yeah. like the ones you can get at, like, carnivals that are yeah. made from, like, I don't know, like a straw. Bamboo or something. And there. I look over, and he's using it as a straw.
5: Ah.
3: Oh my sound like he doesn't get it no probably <laughs> didn't it leak out the sides kind of yeah, yeah. Well, it was <laughs> slushy, so he had some consistency <laughs> okay. getting it oh, up good. there but He's yeah creative. that's yeah. a good thing so you've been yeah. doing magic since you're seven years old seven years that's old. that's wonderful yeah. Yeah.
0: so so all the way through school you got a lot of attention um i didn't do it much during high school people knew i was oh, you, a magician but i didn't i was i was very shy at performing i did not like to do it i didn't want to be out there i was where'd you go to school i went to uh east High school in Bakersfield, California. Well, Bakersfield, yeah. okay. So, but yeah, after, after my drama teacher got me more um, mm. into it, she was like, mm. you know, during, I, was, I was doing plays and stuff, and so she'd be like, do entertain during intermission. And so I would entertain, and then people would see me and hire me and stuff like that. Should I tell him Uncle Augie's magic
3: trick that he pulled on me also when I was seven years old?
2: Yeah. Very
3: quickly. Pull my finger. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was much worse than that. Oh, man. I had an uncle. That would have been a treat. <laughs> I had an uncle who never worked, but he had a chauffeur and a brand new car. But he never worked, huh. right? And I unfortunately have to tell you, when six years later, when I was thirteen, he was thrown off a building and murdered. So, oh. you know, it was kind of a tough deal. But he, he says, "Hey, Tommy, I'm coming over your birthday, my seventh birthday, right?" And he goes, "At the end, when everybody else is gone, just I'll I'll look around your your." Your gifts and see you know what you got because I want to see what you got and then I'm going to give you the greatest gift you're ever going to get in your life. I'm seven so I'm jacked up. he's going to bring a pony <laughs> <laughs> a in North pony. Minneapolis? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good idea. Yeah, uh, seven ounce pony. Yeah. So everybody leaves and and Uncle Augie's still there. He was my mother's brother, and so. I said, Uncle Augie, and everybody is gone now. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, let me see all your stuff. And so I was showing him my BB gun that I got and all this different stuff. And he goes, did you, you get anything else? I said, well, my godmother gave me seven silver dollars. And he said, well, let me see him. And I gave him the seven silver dollars. And he goes, okay, I'm going to give you now the greatest gift you're ever going to get in your life. You're going to have to edit this, Cassie. Because oh, I got to say well, exactly what he said. I was only seven years old. He said, here's your gift. And he put the $7 in his pocket and said, don't ever give your fucking money to anybody. <laughs> and he, mm, I never bro. got it back. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. A little harsh for I a seven-year-old kid. Seven. You. He yeah. stole your... Do- he wow. stole my $7, yeah. <laughs> He said, the greatest gift I'll ever get is never trust anyone. And it turned out he was right, by the way. Never trust anyone is a good thing. Wow. Uh Rob, tell me more
4: about Float for a Cure because I want to know
3: all about it. Where do people send donations?
4: Well, you can go to our website, which is breathetoday.org. Wonderful. And uh, actually on there, too, we have uh, the ability to buy tickets for families uh, that are affected by cystic fibrosis. If you can't make it yourself, you can buy. I have um, probably about, I think, six people that are waiting to see if someone will buy them tickets for the event. So I like to do that each year. We have about Mm -hmm. I think last year we had about 20 people that we were able to invite to the to the event that couldn't normally make it, just a mom and dad that want you know for a night out, uh, or a family. So, um, also you can make donations right on there as well. Um, and uh, tickets, I think we're now down to about, I'm just estimating, probably about 30 left. While we were talking here, we've sold about 20 tickets. So well, that's wonderful. So and so, so we appreciate Tomorrow it. night's the night. Correct. Correct. Tomorrow night, 5:30. Uh, check in 5:30 to 6:30, downtown Downtown Stillwater at the Avalon Riverboat, uh, and uh, breathetoday.org. You can get your tickets there. That's a wonderful thing. I'm
3: glad to hear the events going so well. Yeah, uh, you Excited know, Stephen Lett as we talked about, he's doing really well. Rich Delaney, uh, yeah, we have a very generous audience. They're really, really good. People really nice people, so it doesn't surprise me. It, it it's hap- happened quite often. The people will like a comedian will come in and talk about it. We only got 100 tickets left, and by the time they leave, they're they're all gone. Yeah, yeah. you know that kind of thing. And a lot of a lot of things. I even like to use the word charity anymore. So it's, just, it's just it's kind of like helping. It's not really a charity. It's just your a helping hand or whatever. Yeah. Right? charity has is getting kind
4: of a negative connotation. It
3: really is, and it's too bad that it is, but it is. Yeah. A charity case. Overused. I think that's where it came from, yeah.
4: yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, well, look at this guy over here. You were homeless back when I was a kid. If you were homeless, you were either a bum or a charity case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they call them. Hobo. 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 Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hobo. We're, we're going to take a very quick break here. You guys can stick around for one more segment? Sure. sure. That'd be wonderful to have you here. Uh, we will be back in about two minutes, so we have a very special guest coming up, and this topic is fascinating You are going to want to hear this. Chesapeake Requiem author Earl Swift will join us in just two minutes, and we'll be right back here. Tom Bernard show. Visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Thank you, my dear. Oh, God. When you get seven people in this studio, it it gets a little warm just because of all the body heat. So Catherine's flagging the door back and forth trying to create wind. The the air conditioning is on. A fascinating subject coming up. We're playing a little more Elvis Presley because uh, Elvis Presley died on August 16th, 41 years ago. And today, of course, at 8.50 Central Time, Aretha Franklin passed away. The King of Rock and Roll and the Queen of Soul die on the exact same calendar date of August 16th just 41 years apart. Pretty amazing. Also amazing, Earl Swift is with us. How are you doing, Earl? Doing well. How are you doing, Tom? Doing extremely well. I. What's weird, Earl, has Tangier Island only been known to the public for a couple of years or, or, or something? I just found out about this a couple of years ago, and I, I had never known this was happening.
5: Well, it's,
8: uh, it's a place that's attracted reporters since the 1890s. Oh, okay. You know they've been pretty uh, spread apart in terms of, of where and when their reports have, uh, have been published it's, If I remember
3: correctly, the first time I heard of this, and I, I, I'm, I don't know if it's even close to true but I, I was told that Tangier Island kind of sits kind of appears to be, if you look underwater, it appears to be kind of like a champagne glass That there's that the island doesn't really sit on top of much, is that true?
8: No, not that I know of. It's uh, you know, it's the top of an ancient ridge that uh, okay, during the last ice age was just a bank of the Susquehanna River. and of course, the Chesapeake Bay was high and dry at that point. Uh, and over the eons since, uh, you know that ridge has been busted up into islands, and Tangier is the southernmost, and the the farthest out in the middle of the bay of any of them. Tangier Island, an historic
3: American fishing community, is disappearing. Chesapeake Requiem author Earl Swift with us, telling the story of the island, its people, their courage, their fate. How did you get involved in this? Did, did, you didn't happen to grow up on Tangier Island, did you?
8: <laughs> no, if I, oh. if I did, you'd know it, because they have an accent that one doesn't do. Oh, forget.
5: really? But,
8: uh, oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, uh, it's kind of a leftover of the Cornish settlers that uh, showed up there before the Civil War, and it's... It's a uh, it's a strange mix of Southern and almost a lilting Irish. Really? Uh, and complicating it further is that they often say the exact opposite of what they mean. So <laughs> if, if you were to hear two Tangermans talking and you hadn't tuned your ear to it... Uh, just by being there for a while you wouldn't be able to make out a word
3: that is just uh, that fascinates me to no end. like the the cockneys in england they just make up all these little rhyming phrases and they don't really mean anything but they do it all the time anyway but
2: that's actually why we call money bread because the cockney rhyme for money was bread and honey oh how money? about that? Yep. Know, we're
3: learning things that's true. every
2: day. That's how it was. <laughs> so like they would say bread because bread and honey rhymes with money. And that's like they would call stairs apples because apples, apples and, and pears, pears rhymes with stairs. Yeah. Doesn't really make any sense, but that's what they do. Well, apparently they didn't, none of them had to work, so they just Probably had to nothing off to do. Probably the <laughs>
5: gentry. Probably. Probably.
2: <laughs> so how did
3: you get involved? When did you start Chesapeake Requiem.
8: Well, I, I got involved in change here back in the in the late 90s. Okay. I was a newspaper reporter in Norfolk and was dispatched there by my editors to do a couple of stories, one of which was uh, to spend Y2K on the island. Uh, oh. So I passed the millennium there. It's a dry island and a uh, deeply religious place. So it was one of the quiet quietest millennial celebrations on the planet, I'm betting in. Uh, while I was there, I was told time and again by the islanders I talked to that the, the bay on which they had relied for their sustenance for generations um, – they're all, they're all fishermen, crabbers mm-hmm. – uh, was in the process of erasing the place. Since 1850, Tanger has lost two-thirds of its land area. It, uh, that averages out to about eight acres a year, and it, it's a small place, and it's still losing acres per year. And uh, so, in, in, uh, after that visit, and uh, uh, I went back and spent six weeks on the island, on and off, in 2000, with a photographer, and did a, a big series of, of newspaper stories on its existential plight. And uh, and then stayed away for 15 years and and lived uh, on the water in Norfolk for much of that. And with each storm, it seemed the 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 tides would creep higher into my yard and into my basement. And I got to thinking, golly, if it's if it's this bad on the mainland, it's got to be getting pretty dire out on Tangier. And so I resolved to to go back and check it out. And uh, just before I did, a, a scholarly paper was published in December of 2015 that uh, predicted the Tangier would have to be abandoned uh, in 50 years or less. Oh. It's been modified since. The prognosis now is, is 25 years or less, and it, it, it probably is quite a bit less than that. How many people um, live on the island now? 460. Oh. Hmm. They are out, out, out in the widest part of the bay. They're 12 miles from the nearest mainland port, which is actually in Maryland, across the state line mm. in Maryland. And they're wide open to weather from any direction. This mm. is essentially a treeless little squiggle of mud and marsh uh, that rises on average about three feet over the tide. And, uh, and for much of it, which is salt marsh, fails to clear one, one foot over the tide so it is it's extremely vulnerable and, so uh, yeah i could see that and is, and, and and if left you know, if nature is left to its own devices, Tangier is likely to produce the uh, the first climate change refugees as a town, an actual town mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm.
3: Will, will we lose that Tangier accent? Will we lose that Tangier culture? Because they'll probably spread out. Uh, maybe, I don't know where they could find a place where all 460 of them could move, you know, into the same neighborhood or same town or whatever. That would be kind of hard to do. So are, are they just going to scatter all over the place?
8: I would, I, you know, if it comes to that, I uh, and I hate to think that it would. Uh, sure, and you know, that the even if you could find a place where uh, every every last one of them could settle in proximity, you're still going to be connected by road to yeah. everywhere else. Yeah. And, and what really sets Tangier apart and has been, you know, the product that the cause of its isolation is it's an island in the middle of a very tempestuous bay. It's tough to get to, and. Um, and tough to
3: get off of. I love the fact that Tangier is America's chief source of the famed Chesapeake Bay blue crab. It is the soft-shell crab capital of the world. So what it about it? What's going have to happen? You ha- have you had
5: soft-shell crab? Yes, mm-hmm. I
3: have. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. But, uh, it's spectacular. It, it is, is spectacular. It's spectacular.
8: So, and, and these guys go out in little boats, little shallow draft boats, uh, and, uh, and fish up crabs uh, by the hundreds of thousands each summer. And they're, they're also a, a pretty big source of voice, wild oysters while they, they oyster in the winter. And uh, it's, a, it's a very tough and, and often dangerous way to make a living, but they've been doing it essentially since the American Revolution. And mapped
3: by John Smith in 1608 and settled before the American Revolution. It's a town now less than 500 people, 460, that lives uh, with one foot in the 21st century, the other in the past. Tangier folks speak a brogue of old-world words and phrases, hew to customs long abandoned on the mainland, and spend most of their waking hours on the water. And this is a very sad story, Earl. It it's just so
8: sad. Well, that it's going to disappear. Well, it, it, if if it is allowed to disappear, it is a sad story because Tangier is one of those outliers that kind of uh, brings home just how broad the American experience is. You know, this place is not mainstream in, in any sense. It's a it's close to a working theocracy of old school Methodists. It's uh, you know, it's got its own language essentially, uh, and it uh, it. it it stewards community to a degree that you know, we can't even fathom. I mean, it's more than a word there. These people would die for each other. They have each other's backs. And, uh, and that's demonstrated uh, with, with one tragic episode in the book, uh, in April of 2017, uh, probably one of the most capable crabbers and captains on the island, oh, his boat went down in the middle of a raging storm, and every able-bodied man on that island went out in their boats in that storm, knowing that it had already claimed one of the most capable among them. And uh, you know, they they were, they were did it without a moment's hesitation to try to save him.
3: How long did it take you to write Chesapeake Requiem? Well, I moved to
8: the island in May of, of 2016 and lived there for 14 months started writing it while I was there. It probably took uh, uh, just about a year to uh, to actually do the the mechanics, you know, the mechanical act of writing it.
3: That's why they call you Earl Swift. Mm
5: -hmm. (laughs) 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 Uh Little Earl Swift joke there, (laughs) Earl. (laughs) Um,
3: Can the island be saved? Is it possible to
8: save it? It would require uh, a truly heroic intervention by the federal government, and, and by that I mean heroic amounts of money—hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, there is an argument for doing it aside from the human population on Tangier, and that is that, that the island is actually worth more as wildlife habitat than it is Uh-oh. as a, a town. The infrastructure there isn't nearly as valuable as the, the salt marsh that, uh, especially migratory waterfowl, depend on. And uh, and so there's. There's, I'd hesitate to call it a plan, but there's a, a concept on the table at the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers in Norfolk to, to, uh, to put together something that, that might help preserve the island as habitat and, in the process, save the town as a, a side benefit. But it needs to have started yesterday, really. To uh, it, it has to happen right now to, uh, to stop the inevitable.
3: You know, Earl, my answer to everything these days is Jeff Bezos. He's got $160 billion. He can cough up and save it. <laughs> How great would that be if a guy saved an entire island because he was so
8: wealthy?
2: Wow. <laughs> well, if they have those uh, giant sand cannon boats in Dubai, why can't they do the same thing here? Just...
8: Yeah, well, it Basically, wasn't Daryl
2: Hannah who bought an entire town in Georgia at
3: one point? Uh it was um oh god, was it she was married to Alec Baldwin. What was her name? I think Daryl Hannah Daryl was Basinger? involved.
2: I think I think um, you're right. She was involved, but uh Yeah, it was. Daryl Hannah? Uh, Basinger. Basinger, Basinger, oh, okay, Basinger. Yeah. Basinger. yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly. I hope it doesn't happen, Earl. I guess it's inevitable it will happen. But, you know, whenever I, as a Roman Catholic kid, whenever I see the word requiem, it's never a good outcome.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's not a happy word.
3: It's not a happy word. Earl, thank you so much for your time. A fascinating subject. Makes me very sad because we're losing, first of all, Earl, we're losing our language in this country anyway. And you lose your language, you lose your culture. And it's,
8: terrifying to me that that's true it really is yeah, yeah well it's we're losing a, a an, <laughs> an odd offspring of our language on uh, yeah. Tangier if, uh, if it goes but it's uh, you know I mean that, that you, you you lose the spice in the national dish and uh, it's it's a much less interesting place. I couldn't and, uh, agree more. Those, those, outliers, those outliers count. They
3: do indeed. Earl Swift, the book is called Chesapeake Requiem, and it's available everywhere, sir? It is. Magnificent. Thank you so much for your time. It's a very touching story, a very important story, and maybe somehow we can turn the corner and, and save Tangier Island in some way. I hope that's true, Earl. Yeah, me too. Thank you for your time.
8: Hey,
3: thanks for having me. Uh, great pleasure. Earl Swift, ladies and gentlemen. Didn't that just make you terribly sad?
8: It's 1.2 square miles.
3: Wow. Pretty small. That's oh, small. 1.2. Wow. They all live in the same people. apartment building. Yeah, they must live in the same apartment building. It's true.
5: And the elevation is three feet.
3: Three feet. Well, yeah.
5: What do you think is going to happen?
2: Wow. There's a requiem right there. I don't know why it's starting with this. This is dumb. Pat. There are just... in the United States. There we go. It depends on how you want to cut the pie. A particular accent may be spoken by only a few
8: hundred people. You can hear some of the most unusual varieties in remote mountain areas, or on islands along the east coast. The speech heard in some of these places may sound very old fashioned to outsiders.
7: I your Saturday
0: night, kid drove his mom out. Wow. <laughs> For speaking English, by the
2: way. <laughs> Cole only casting out the, cast the old day. She was the undercover. She said, It's a lively Jack. I said, Who's that, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're
5: all starting That's
2: hilarious. Uh, no idea what he just uh, said. He like was speaking and, English. <laughs> on
1: a Saturday night after yeah, a film. Yeah, I
5: can't see him British.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's definitely they some. It sounds like a high. British guy who had a stroke. Yeah, because <laughs> they, 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 they barely open their mouths. <laughs> yeah.
0: I did hear Saturday <laughs> oh, night. Right? I think did he anybody get that night, night, the Saturday
6: night?
0: Saturday They were night. singing exactly. the lyrics, Elton John's Saturday night.
2: Like, mm. Precisely. Speaking the lyrics, they <laughs> yes, were they, rapping. They were speaking. Yeah, that was rapping
3: right there. We <laughs> would love to give the uh, the contact information for Float for a Cure. Rob Olson's here. Uh, his children, your your eldest son has just got to be so ecstatic. I mean, he obviously knows what happened.
4: Oh, absolutely! You know, it's wonderful. A, it's a challenge, you yeah, know, for sure. him, and especially he's in college now and. and and uh, he has some. But his biggest challenge in school was uh, geometry. Can you imagine trying to yeah. feel oh, the page? Yeah. You know, they That'd do it really tactile.
2: Tough. They've actually done studies where they had blind people um, who, like, were somehow capable of being cured. Before they were cured, they gave them shapes and had them, like, you know, feel it and yeah. construct that shape in their mind. And then after the surgery, they presented them with those shapes and said, pick out which shapes we gave you. And they couldn't. So the way that they conceptualize shapes
4: doesn't mesh with vision at all. So who knows how it works. Well, it was a nightmare trying to go through that. So, for a float for a cure, go to our website at www.breathtoday.org to get your tickets or make a donation. We would appreciate that. You can find us on Facebook at floatforagcure.com. And uh or actually just float for a cure on Facebook, right? And then or you can do the pound sign thing. I don't know what is that. Hashtag <laughs> hashtag. Yeah, hashtag. That's the pound sign. Oh. Well, I
3: used to call it the pound sign yeah. too, Rob. I know yeah. it was
4: called the pound sign too.
3: I'll post
1: all the links on um I already got the Facebook page tagged for that Great, and all that you. stuff. So it's easy for the listeners to find.
3: Appreciate thank you that. to Stephen Lettness for for your, your very nice thank you note. It was an honor and a pleasure to have you and Thank you to Rich Delaney, helping out the kids in Blaine play baseball, kids with disabilities. Rob Olson, thank you so much for being here. I always love talking to you. You know that if I if I didn't rip you, means I don't like you. <laughs> That's right. And Likewise. I, I'll close the show by saying this, Chris Lopez, uh,
0: my wallet's missing. <laughs> <laughs> he,
7: just, he didn't even react I,
0: to that. Because I, I, <laughs> I saw what was in it. Nothing. Yeah, nothing <laughs> in, so I gave it, oh, yeah, it just
3: reappeared. It just reappeared, <laughs> it just reappeared in my it's left pocket. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Comment. <laughs> we'll be back, Tom Brown.